0: the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press podcast with your host, Rachel Gilbert.
1: Welcome to the London Free Press podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert. It's budget time at London City Hall and city councillors have their work cut out for them this year. As it stands now, your tax hike could be 5.4% next year. That's just to keep the services you get now as status quo. Adding to that, there are 87 pitches to city council from community organizations asking for money. Inflation, of course, plays a huge role, as it has in almost every aspect of our lives lately. So today I'm talking with London Free Press reporter Jack Moulton about the city budget discussions and how we can expect things to ebb and flow over the course of the next few months. Hey, Jack, how are you?
0: I'm good, Rachel. Thank you for having me. It's good to be back.
1: Yes, we're happy to have you back for sure. Uh, Now, I know that you've been at City city Hall a lot lately. Budget time is a big deal for everybody, including reporters. City councillors have now just this week had their very first look at the budget. So what was the general reaction from council?
0: Yeah, so city council got their first look at the draft budget uh, last night, Tuesday night, and... You know, from the get-go, uh, the council budget chair, uh, Elizabeth Pelosa warned them to maybe reserve any comments about specific line items for future meetings where they're actually going to deliberate. Mm. But, you know, there there was uh, almost a level of intimidation uh, at the at the size of the task ahead of them. Um, Councillor uh, Paul Van Meerbergen joked about how a, uh, a constituent of his sent him a message saying, hey, Paul do i have to take out a loan for property taxes this year um so overall yeah uh you know they they recognize that this is going to be a tough cycle and they've been pretty candid about saying listen because of you know the pressures we face we may not be able to get to everyone's concerns and and asks
1: yeah we're going to break down some of the asks that are happening what what the current uh tax hike is sitting at of course that's going to change, we know. But what are the general pressures that they're facing? I mean, I mentioned inflation at the beginning uh, of the podcast here, and that's an issue for everybody right now. You know, the cost of food, the cost of rent, everything is is so much higher. Um, is that one of the pressures? And then are there any others as well that they're thinking of?
0: Yeah. So both, uh, Councillor Pelosa, the budget chair and the city treasurer have singled out, you know, inflation, high interest rates to service debts, mm. you know, supply chain issues and the costs associated with that and, you know, increased labor costs as like the single biggest drivers behind, uh, these increases, even just to the base budget, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the cost of even the city's core services has dramatically increased and that's, led to this proposed 5.4% tax levy increase just to keep things where they're at
1: right now. Right. So without any service cuts, we're paying for 5.4%. What does that translate to if if it were sorry, if we were to stay at that that uh that amount, what does that translate to per homeowner just on average?
0: The city crunches these numbers based on the most recent, uh, assessment of the, uh, uh, excuse me, the assessed costs of the average London home, uh, which Mm -hmm. in 2016 was $252,000. You know, many comments have been made as to how outdated those figures may seem, but that just is the most recent information the city has. Uh, but based on that, if this tax increase was kept to 5.4%, that would represent about $177 to that average uh, assessed value. Uh, for the year? So, exactly.
1: Okay, okay. Um, and is this budget, I know we're looking at multi-year budgets. Is this over four years? Is the fi- But the 5.4% is just for 2024? How is that working?
0: That's right. So the 54 is just for 2024, mm-hmm. um, you know, as part of this process, it is a multi-year budget. They've laid out proposed increases uh, through till 2027, which um, they have projections on what it'll likely be. Uh, but regardless of what it's projected to be, council still has to review this each and every year to you know, change direction on spending if uh, if necessary. And that can lead to changes in those numbers. But to put it briefly, the average over four years is 4.9%. Okay. Uh, that is a tax increase.
1: And that's just to keep status quo. Exactly. Essentially. Yeah. Okay. Two of the biggest asks uh, of council are from the London police and also from London transit. We've talked about the London police, um, budget here on this podcast before, not with you, but with Dale Carruthers and what, what the police concerns and struggles are right now. Um, what are they asking for and what are, what do they need that money for?
0: Yeah. So we've reported extensively on the police ask, which is $639 million over four years, which is an astounding 27% increase over what the police budget is right now. Mm. And they've chalked that up to just trying to modernize the force and to address uh, wait times, which, uh, you know, have increased dramatically in recent years. Um, You know, the police chief highlighted during the budget, or excuse me, the police committee meeting that London police has the second fewest officers per capita in Ontario. And, you know, that translates to wait times. So Mm -hmm. they're looking to hire 189 new staff members, both police and, you know, civilian employees. Mm-hmm. And and that translates to a number of departments, um, you know, human resources, uh, IT, mm-hmm. IT especially, because the, uh, the police are looking to add body cameras to their officers and their right. uh, daily routine. And that takes staff to process all that data. Yeah. Um, they're also looking for uh, renovations to the Dundas street headquarters and a new training center uh, in conjunction with the London fire department. So that's a, you know, the spark notes version of sure. what the police are asking for.
1: The other big ask is from London, tr- London transit. Um, they're asking for about for 22% more uh, compared to London Police's 27% more. They're also going to be raising their fares. Um, I I'm assuming to, to offset some costs. And and also, I know bus rapid transit is a huge thing that the city staff have, set, have said is a must do. So they're still working on this and that's, you know, a main focus of theirs. What what are the what's the concern from London Transit? What do they need all this money for? What are they going to be using it for?
0: Yeah. So with regards to the bus uh, rapid transit ask within the draft budget, uh, it's listed as a cost increase of one hundred and seventy four million dollars which you know city hall is chalking up to the hike in construction costs uh that's everyone is seeing everywhere with the rapid transit ask uh there's a bit more pressure on city council to cave into that uh, despite the enormous cost just because the construction is already underway and they're contractually obligated to keep this construction going Um, so that's just a tough pill for the city to swallow
1: yeah that's very true um, homelessness and affordable housing is something that have been top priorities in recent years. Of course, we're, um, uh, we've, we're opening homeless hubs. Now we have a, a whole plan underway. Is there pressure to fund more of that too from the city or, or what, what's the thought? What are the thoughts there?
0: Yeah. So there are a couple line items, uh, relating to affordable housing and homelessness. It's lumped in with the 87 asks, uh, facing city council altogether, And while some of the asks rise above the others, uh, for instance, um, the London and Middlesex Community Housing Agency, um, they're looking, uh, for example, to refurbish older units and sort of keep a closer eye on that so they don't deteriorate too much. Mm -hmm. But overall, with reference to that uh, resident satisfaction survey, by far, you know, 54% of the respondents to that survey said, Homelessness and poverty is their top concern. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not even a close contest. Okay. Um, and council has signaled that they want to listen to those concerns from Londoners and that, you know, have their concerns factored into what they deem as a, as a priority.
1: Okay, let's talk a little bit more about the survey. Uh, this was a survey sent by City Hall to Londoners, uh, asking them what they want what they wanted to, to see in terms of services, uh, in terms of how much money they wanted to spend. Uh, essentially, if if you would rather as a Londoner pay more taxes, uh, or cut services. And so and I assume that was one of the responses, uh, you know, what were your top priorities, homelessness is, is, is that number one, would you say?
0: Absolutely. So homelessness and poverty uh, was the top concern of 54% of the respondents. And the Mm -hmm. next closest was high interest rates at 17%. -hmm. So quite the staggering gap there. And as you highlighted, one of the other uh, interesting parts of the survey was the fact that uh, so roughly 50 percent of those who responded to the survey said they'd be OK with taxes being increased just to maintain services and even one in four roughly uh, saying they'd be OK with taxes increasing to enhance city services, okay. which, uh, you know, may be a, a bit surprising given that tax increases are always a sore point for everyone involved.
1: Nobody um, wants to pay taxes. Nobody wants to pay. Why? You know, that's not a fun thing to pay. Um, but yeah, but, and a lot of people are hurting right now too. You know, t- it's tough to just put food on the table and just live. But I, I get that a lot of some people, one in four would say, listen, yeah, costs are going up. I get it. So I, I can see both. I can see all sides of that. Um, let's talk about some of the other general, uh, the community groups, the, there was 87 asks, as we said to city, city council about, uh, for, for funds from the budget, just in general. Um, who who's going to miss out because we don't have that money right now and it is harder to pay for things, right? Like who's going to be at the bottom of the barrel, what kind of agencies might miss out and, and what are some of the struggles that they've been noting?
0: Absolutely. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, city council has been perfectly candid saying, Hey, we're definitely not going to be able to accommodate everyone. Mm-hmm. And even uh, deputy mayor, Sean Lewis said on Tuesday that, Hey, under that understanding that we may not be able to get to everyone what about a partial uh you know granting of funding to your ask uh you know if we can't really accommodate what you're asking for city council's been tight-lipped about what exactly they want to spend money on they're really emphasizing the the desire to listen to their constituents Mm -hmm. and sort of hone in on those shared priorities uh but yeah, there's a lot of hurting going around. Uh, for instance, the London Public Library is asking for an 8% boost in funding. Uh, their chief executive said they've been underfunded for years. You know, they have 15 branches and they're looking for, you know, funding to help address like structural issues with the bu- with their buildings and, and, mm-hmm. and the likes of those.
1: Yeah, it's, it's necessities, essentially.
0: That's right. And, you know, you have a group like the London Arts Council, That has a budget of uh, about three quarters of a million dollars, nothing to sneeze at, but that's been their level of funding for 23 years. So uh, rightfully so they're saying, okay, you know, maybe it's time for a change.
1: Another new thing this year is that Mayor Josh Morgan and and several mayors across the province have been given some new powers uh, from the province in terms of budget times and how they can um, facilitate their budget times in their municipalities. Can you just explain what that entails? What is that?
0: Yeah, so some of these new powers, uh, it's been extended to 46 different cities in Ontario. London is one of them. Uh, It basically, when it factors into the budget process, it mandates that the mayor submits his own budget uh, as a part of the city's budgeting process.
1: And can that be different than the city budget that is submitted?
0: So using those new powers, he basically instructed city staff to do what they've always done and draw up this draft multi-year budget. Mm -hmm. But what he plans to do uh, under the legislation Regardless of this draft budget, the mayor has to table his own by February 1st, and there's a timeline attached to that uh, where council has 30 days to make amendments to said budget when it's submitted, and the mayor can veto said amendments uh, within 10 days, and if council doesn't like that veto, they also have 15 days to override that with a two-thirds majority. But Mayor Josh Morgan has made it clear that uh, he doesn't intend to use his new powers to sort of torpedo the process uh, with the, you know, a huge sweeping budget. Uh, He's made it clear both in conversations with us and with council that he wants to use discussions with councillors about their uh, uh, specific needs and wants and those of the public in order to better inform what he tables. So he's going to be using this draft budget as sort of a baseline with, you know, some likely some additions that prioritize, uh, you know, the desires of council and the public.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, This is a tough job for counselors. Like this is going to be hard this every year. It's difficult during budget time, but this one, I I feel like is especially Uh, going to be difficult. They're going to have to make some difficult decisions. Have you been talking to any councillors about how they're feeling going into this budget season?
0: Yeah. So the overarching message is that councillors want to know what their constituents are absolutely, like what their top of mind priorities are Mm. and sort of honing in on what they can agree on uh, to enhance
1: Right. So there are public participation meetings coming up where you can have your say and talk to counselors about what you might like to see happen in the budget, because it sounds like they're going to be listening intently this year. When are those meetings coming up and what's happening? How can we participate?
0: That's right. So baked into the official process are two public participation meetings at City Hall. Uh, So those are scheduled for January 29th and February 27th, both at 4 p.m., Okay. Those take place before and after uh, City Council's deliberation sessions. There are up to eight. Uh, You know, they may not end up using all of them. Uh, In addition to that, there are a number of public information sessions uh, that you can attend uh, where you can have your input as well. And there are uh, seven of those scheduled as of now. But even city staff is saying, like, we'd like to uh, add on to, you know, Councillors, regular ward town halls or mm. you know meetings with community groups uh sort of implement the process into that um okay. so there are seven officially scheduled information sessions on top of the two participation meetings uh but you know that may be subject to change there might be more on the horizon
1: okay so lots of opportunity to tell council what you think Uh, And of course, we're going to be watching your reporting on this, Jack, because we know you'll be covering the whole thing. And you can check his uh, his, uh, stories out at LFPress.com if you want some up-to-date information. Thank you for joining us today.
0: Thanks again, Rachel.